What up, East High? Welcome back to the podcast, folks. This podcast is... Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. And when you say we, to whom are you referring? I am Condra. And I, Tyler Boudreau, am... The two of us make up the amateur nerds. I told you I was going to mess this one up. <laughs> yeah, but you did it in a dumb way. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Today we are talking about Minute 74 Today we are talking about Minute 74 of High School Musical. Minute 74 starts out with Taylor continuing to look proud and ends <laughs> with Sharpay and Ryan walking and singing down the hall. Yeah. If we were back to fun in the last minute, this minute has another another couple Ooh, back to fun because we have a return of other character favorites such as Kelsey, Kelsey and Sharpay and Ryan. So excited to see Kelsey again, although her hat, the scene is not as good. Yeah. We'll get there, um, though. But, but she's still great. Yeah, Kelsey's delightful. So, yeah, so at the beginning of the minute, we're still kind of wrapping up this moment with Taylor looking proud at Gabriella, as you said. She's shaking her head like you like to say no, but it's like a good version of it. Yeah, it's I, like I don't no. know. How, I don't know how to describe it. Like when you like shake your head at someone because you're proud of them. When, when does that happen? I don't I, like it is a thing. It like, is a thing. Like, it's I, a recognizable emotion. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's like, why did I ever doubt you? Maybe yeah. that's it. That 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 could be it. Yeah. You didn't see Tyler shaking his head when he was doing it, but it was very convincing. Yeah, and then she points at her like, "You got the stuff, kid." There's a lot <laughs> of finger guns in this scene <laughs> or this minute. Um, and Taylor's got another strong outfit on. Yeah. and Another yeah, scarf. Yeah. Taylor rocks the scarf game, TBH. Like, yeah. she's killing it with those accessories. And Gabriella's really excited. Like, she does this kind of like, it, it's kind of like a Mickey Mouse giggle kind of thing. Yeah, she's got a little giggle going. But she's like holding her chalk in a cute way. I, I don't know what it is about this image in particular of Gabrielle holding the chalk this way, but I see that a lot online. And I don't know why. <laughs> so, like, that's my image of Gabriella in my brain. It's very cutesy. She's got, a, like, a weird, like, orange or yellow shirt on, though. Yeah, she's got orange and green underneath. Yeah. Then we cut back to Troy in the locker room. Yep. So Troy's in the locker room. He is finishing up. He's just changed and showered. And Zeke is walking in and as he's leaving. And he's, like, drying his hair. And he, like, takes the towel throws it in the bin and then walks by a mirror and he stops tur- he does he what Sharpay did earlier but he <laughs> makes it 10 times worse because he gives himself finger guns <laughs> <laughs> well he runs his fingers through his hair as to, and then does like a hair swoop to be like oh yeah makes it messy and is like I look good and then makes gives it himself- like messy but neat at the same time yeah. it's like that's what you were going for that kind of Bieber style hair yeah and then gives himself finger guns in sight of everyone. Hey, Condra, positive affirmations. If you're if you're doing great, you need to look in the mirror and say, "Yes, I am killing it today." I can't do that. <laughs> Condra, you're killing it today. What am I killing? The hopes and dreams of all of our listeners by not yes ending my bit. 
I'm not good at compliments. Someone at work today said I looked good in purple, and I didn't know how to respond, so I just made, like, a concerned face, and she's like, why do you look stressed? I'm like, because I don't know how to respond. This is an old sweater. It's not like I can say this is new or something. I have no response. When someone compliments you, just say, I know. But then it could turn into a Mean Girls, and I don't think I could handle that well either. So you think you're really pretty? You what? Kondra, you know I don't know Mean Girls. <laughs> okay, so Troy gives himself finger guns, and then he's running out. Like, guys are having to part ways so he can get through, and Chad, like, yes. kind of chuckles at him. The the Red Sea, because he's wearing green and they're all wearing red and white. Ooh. Some of them are, are again, are, like, just, like, it's straight-up towels. Like, they're pretty much naked. Yeah. But fortunately, it's not little kids the way it was kind of last time. (laughs) (laughs) And we just cut back to the science room. Back to science, BTS. (laughs) (laughs) It's called back. To us from two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, the fans will love it. Email us at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com if you loved that callback. And Gabriella is teaching (laughs) her academic decathlon people how to change the acidity or uh, yeah, the pH balance the pH balance in a mysterious chemical. She's like, if you add five grams of that into this, <laughs> and I'm like, love the vague term. We love we love it. <laughs> yeah, this is blur. This is blur. <laughs> Never mix blur with blur. <laughs> no. And that's she, a Mythbusters reference. It is. Oh, taking it back. She also specifically says we'll see the color change from pink to blue. Do not and there see is it. no color change. <laughs> it gets fizzy and that's it. It's that is it. Super like and she's like, just like a pH strip. And I, d- I did think that was interesting, like the idea that you could recreate the chemical reaction of a pH strip, which is like a little piece of paper you dip in something to- and it changes color based on its acidity. Yeah. I like the idea that you can recreate that chemical reaction, like, but not on a little strip of paper, but just like in general. Yeah. That's cool, but this is not what happened in the physical experiment that they're doing. Yeah, it was a little weird. But I, I mean, it was cool to, you can tell Gabriella enjoys that content. Like, she is yeah. enjoying herself. Is like, is like, does future Gabriella become like a teacher and then Troy becomes like a basketball coach and they're like, cyclical? And they're like in love. And they're like teachers. Do people ship them in the school? It's kind of like um the Clara and was his name? What was his name? Her boyfriend. I surely don't know. Her, Are you referring to Doctor Who Clara? Yeah, Doctor Who Clara. Her boyfriend at the school that all the kids whisper about. I can't remember his name. Um, I Pink. don't remember Daniel much. Pink. Clara. Daniel Art. Pink. That was it. it was oh P- yeah, that was a guy. Yeah, he was fun. He was. No, I think I think that, like. In this hypothetical headcanon future, that that like Troy and Gabriella are like together, and they're like they're kind of teachers. He's like a coach, and she's like a science teacher. And people are like, "How did you two ever get to know each other and fall in love?" Like that seems so unlikely. And they're like, "Kids, you gotta think outside the box. Don't stick to the status quo." And then the kids learn from the teachers how to not be boxed in their bubbles. You know, boxed in bubbles. You know how phrases work. Or, you know, that that feels like it might get a little too personal, though. And be like, um, that's not something I'm going to share with y'all. 
I mean, sometimes teachers just are married and you can't like you can't avoid talking about that, especially like if they just straight up have the same last name. No, I know. Yeah, sure. I don't know. But we see all of a sudden Gabriella realizes it's a time. Did you yeah, write down uh, the do time? You know what time it is, Condra? I didn't it's write down important. the time. I forgot the time. <laughs> 536. See, that's why. Okay, because I like looked at it and I was like, that doesn't make sense in my brain. And so I just like bypassed it. I was like, 530 doesn't make sense. So I'm going to just ignore it. And yeah, she's like, oh, shoot, I'm late. Yeah, to go home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's also broad daylight outside still. It is January. I uh, know I know that the daylight works a little bit different when you get further south, but I don't think they're that far south where it would still be like broad, broad daylight at 530 but, in January. Although Arizona doesn't do um, did, daylight did savings, savings, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no idea. They live in a lawless not land. Go, wait, are, but if they don't do permanent daylight savings, back, then... So it's... So they're, they're permanently daylight saved. Yeah. So they do do daylight savings, but it's all the time. Yeah? So right now when we're recording, I'm trying to remember. I have friends that live in Arizona and they explain it's this January to me. It's January and we have fallen back, which means we're at like base time. Yeah. Like base time is normal and daylight savings when it happens in so I think March or we're whatever. right now at their normal time. I think they don't spring forward. I don't know. They don't spring forward, so they so then they wouldn't do daylight savings. I have no they, idea. I don't, I don't think if they you're do from daylight savings. If you're from Arizona, email us, amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Tell us how time works. <laughs> time is a construct. Anyway, it's 536, which is way too late for after school activities to be going on. Like maybe the tail end of a of a oh. practice or like mm-hmm. or like a second practice. Like if there's a gym and like one team has to practice from three to five and then the next team jumps in from five to seven. That makes sense, but not for... Academic. One activity to another. Yeah, academic decathlon, especially going that late, seems really weird because that definitely would require like teacher supervision. Yeah, yeah. Who's the teacher supervisor of academic decathlon? We had like a math chemistry teacher earlier in the movie. Remember, she was pregnant. Yeah, no, I do remember her. That would be a great character. We don't to have, have her though. Like, as, yeah. Instead, we have and Gabriella some... being the teacher. Maybe that's why <laughs> they been... really needed her. They didn't have a teacher. It would have been. It would have also been cool to have a moment where, like Taylor and the other academic decathlon people, were like, "We messed up. Like we treated Gabriella wrong." And like to have an adult sit down, like, "Oh, so you should apologize and handle this like mature adults," and like have like a, a voice of reason. I think that would have been interesting. I feel like that would have been a little too on the nose didactic for a kids TV <laughs> movie. You just like break down like the teacher is just Mr. Rogers. <laughs> like, Well, I was thinking like the Steve Rogers. So you got attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both said people whose last name was Rogers. I know. One of my one of my coworkers is named Mr. Rogers. And I like I had to like mentally process that I'm saying Mr. Rogers out loud every time. <laughs> So Gabriella takes off her goggles and her apron and... Wait, did you see her goggles? They're like weird Dr. Horrible goggles. They're not like regular science goggles. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was really cool. She goes to fancy school, Tyler, obviously. Yeah, but like most goggles are like the like the big like one piece. Like they really stick out. They really stick far out. She's got like individual things over each of her eyes. And they have like the thing where the the sides like have like a a bar that like cover the whole side. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are fun. I like those. Yeah. She looks styling. 
but she takes off her lab coat and her goggles and she makes for the door. And we see this lovely orange and green outfit she is wearing. Very <laughs> Nickelodeon, not Disney Channel at all. <laughs> Whoa. Brand synergy, not. Um, I also wanted to say that Dr. Horrible would totally have a crush on Gabriella. Sorry. Keep oh, going. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so Troy runs down a hallway. He passes a couple people walking by, and then he, like, kind of just shows next to a locker. Yeah, he just stops and um, leans up casual. like Does the, a classic lean. The, the feet crossed thing, and he looks all cool. And Gabriella comes running from the from the way the camera is positioned so she's running in frame we see her back yeah she grabs his hand and they go running down the hallway together and he says like you're late or something yeah. but it's like clearly just playful yeah um but they match troy is also wearing green in this he's scene. green yeah yeah so it's a little different for him he we haven't seen him in green yet really we saw him green like very early on but it was like his jacket so yeah and then we get and then, Kelsey. And then we cut to them in the music room. We have we have a classic like piano pan where yep. they like start, with- start in the back of the piano and then you pan over to the side to see who's at the piano. Yeah. And it's Kelsey, the return and it's of Kelsey. Kelsey. And she is into it. She's like bobbing back and forth. Classic. I love Kelsey so much. Why? How did we get such a good character? That it just like blessed? has no role in this movie. How are we blessed with such a character as Kelsey? Yes. Yeah, she's got these lovely curly pig like she's got these pigtails and they're waved and curled and they're they're real cute. But she's got this awful fisher hat, fisherman's hat on <laughs> and it or a boating hat. I don't know quite what it's called, but Sandra, it's, it's a She's a theater hat. major. She's a theater dork. She has to wear weird outfits. She has to wear bowling shoes as regular shoes. Otherwise, how will people know that she's quirky? She has a satchel. But <laughs> that's that's not enough, Condra. Anyone could have a satchel. Not everyone can wear a weird fishing hat and a vest. She's not wearing a vest. Yeah, but she's the type of person who would wear a vest. No, Ryan's the type of person who would wear a vest. That's a different that's a different kind of vest though. Yeah, that's true. And they're all into it. They sound great. Troy and Gabriella are back singing together. Which, together. Which well, no, we they're not singing together, they're singing the, the the other song. What's the name of the song? This is Breaking Free. Oh, yeah, they're singing Breaking Free, not together. But this is the first time we have heard them sing this song together. Yes. Yeah, before we had their kind of like separate parts, and now it's now it's combined. Before they were they were apart, now they're together. Aw. Aw. But then, who should appear? We get another camera what? cut, and we see... The antagonists of the film, Sharpay and Ryan. Turn the corner, singing and walking down the hall. In their own little worlds. Yeah. Are they singing the Breaking Free song like they're also about to audition? Or are they just singing something else? They're singing something else. Okay. We hear a little bit of Sharpay singing what it is, but it's kind of garbled by other background noises. So I know what it is. they're just in the hallway. I know what it is because I know the rest of the movie, but Tyler does not. Whoa, no spoilers. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and it's just good to see them again. They they bring an energy to the movie that's fun. They're wearing orange. Is this is this Sharpay's orange outfit? Um, I don't know. It seems like more of a, a nectarine outfit. Blah. I'm just really not landing these jokes today. No. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, Sharpay has got her orange 
overcoat sweater thing. It's like a half over over sweater thing. She is also hatted in this. And then she's got her orange puffy handbag. And she's just got a white top on. And Ryan's in this like green and blue checkered awful shirt. It, it's not a good, <laughs> not a good one for him. And he's also got a green cap on. Sharpay's hat is sparkly, and Ryan's in a traditional newsboy hat that has got some green stripes on it. But yeah, there. This is weirdly like I know this outfit of Sharpay's too. I don't know what it is about like this moment in the movie. Maybe it's the orange that is really sticking out because it is such an unusual color for so many people to be wearing. Yeah. Essentially, it's just a scene setting up this kind of dichotomy, the opposition between Troy and Gabriella, who have figured things out and are doing everything for the right reason, and Sharpay and Ryan, who are still kind of stuck in their old ways. Yeah. So. Anything else to say about Minute 74? That's all I've got. But. Me too. I do have a Disney Channel original movie for you, Tyler. Whoa. I was going to say, what do you? what have you got there? Oh, it's this it's it's our it's our next segment yeah so i am going to present the title and probably a little bit more uh, because this one's a hard one of a disney channel original movie and tyler is going to guess the plot of it then i will tell what the actual plot is so yay okay so what what are we talking about today so today we are talking about the 2001 film a space odyssey the jenny project the Jenny Project. And that is J-E-N-N-I-E. Oh, man. So it's not Jenny Nicholson? Not Jenny Nicholson. I know. I okay. was sad, too. Um, it is directed by Gary Nato, who also directed the movie Jack with Robin Williams. That was like, okay, he's got like five credits. It's, that was his only one I recognized. It is based on a book called The Jenny Project by Douglas Preston. He... Douglas Preston is most well known for his adult series um, that he co-writes with Lee Child, and as well as uh, Charles Levitt wrote, helped write it too. And the theme music is done by Phil Marshall, so it's another Phil Marshall for us. Are there any actors in it? Um, there are actors in it. It <laughs> stars adult actor Alex D. Linz, adult actor Sheila Kelly. And children actors Lance Guest and Abigail Mavity. And then one more primary adult actor, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Okay. So we've got two adult, two kids, and then one more adult kind of as our main acting cast. And the I'm going to give you the tagline because I think this is a hard one. Yeah, the Jenny Project is not very specific. <laughs> uh, so the tagline on the movie poster is, they taught her to speak, she taught them to listen. Okay. So. This seems like a, this seems like a serious, like not your, not your typical lighthearted fair, but one of those, oh, this one's, this one's going to have like serious themes in it. So the Jenny Project with, it seems like we have a kind of classic, like, two-parent, two-kid household, and then this other main character, who is this person that comes into this family's life. The question would be, like, is it a, is it a relative? Is it Aunt Jenny? Or is it this new, this new person that they meet that kind of wanders into their life from, you know, random circumstance? Like, they, they almost hit this, hit this person with their car or something. 
I misled you just a little. There's one more character that is super important to this movie, but they are not human. Okay. So say the tagline again. (laughs) They taught her to speak. She taught them to listen. Okay, because now if we have an animal or something, (laughs) teaching an animal to speak is very interesting. (laughs) It is not a serious movie. (laughs) But I don't know if this other fifth actor is the voice of the animal or if it's another human and there's also an animal that just doesn't speak. Or maybe, okay, here's here's what it is. It's an animal that has a psychic connection with a human that it speaks through. <laughs> That's how they teach this person to speak. It's like the opposite of the bird, the bird pirate from, the parrot pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean, who the, the bird talks for the guy. It's the opposite of that. The guy talks for, uh, what animal shall we go with? I wanted to say new so we could have uh, another callback to last episode, but that's a little too out there. Little, yeah, a little too hard to have a wildebeest around <laughs> your kind of classic American small town. What's a good animal? Let's let's say a pig. We haven't had a pig movie for a while. <laughs> have we ever had one? <laughs> I don't know. Is Babe Two Pig in the City a decom? No, no, but they're capitalizing on the popularity of Babe Two Pig in the City here. That's more like animated Charlotte's Web era. They're like talking pig movies. How do we get our foot in the door? <laughs> and a writer came in. What if we have the pig, but a human talks for it? They're like, that's not what we meant by a talking pig movie. <laughs> We're not going to get. Okay. You can do it as a decom, but not in theaters. All right, Ty, what's the plot of this movie? Okay. So <laughs> we have this nuclear family. And things, like, aren't going so well for them. Like, the younger boy, like, the boy child is um, flunking math. And the, the girl child got kicked off of the gymnastics team. You hate to see it. And, you know, this is, this is the setup, though. Those are just random things I picked. But this is, this is gonna, it's going to all come into play, okay? Okay. So, so one day, the, they, went out to, they went out for hot dogs as a family, like they went out to like their local hot dog ice cream joint, like a Dairy Queen type place, like a Dairy Queen with food. And they're driving home like and like just everything went wrong at the hot dog place. Like they all like someone dropped their ice cream. Mustard someone on the slipped shirt. in the ice cream. Yeah, like mustard on the shirt. Like every it was a disaster. And they're driving home and a pig runs through the road <laughs> and they almost hit the pig. They They don't they don't get into an accident, but they kind of like. They kind of like stop and they're like, this pig, what's wrong with this pig? Um, And the pig, it's like, it's like a weird pig. Like it like looks like a regular pig, but it's, it's not, it's not a regular pig. Like this pig is smart. Basically they can tell like they're talking to the pig and the pig knows what they're saying. Like Remy. Like (laughs) you understand me? So I'm not crazy. (laughs) The pig knows what they're saying, but maybe the pig like has a little bit of an injury or like it's a little hungry. So they're like, oh, let's take you home and take care of you. So they take the pig home. And while the pig's at their house, like the pig is doing other smart stuff. And wouldn't you know it, the the boy's trying to do his math homework and the pig comes over (laughs) and like, (laughs) and like knocks over some um, forks and knives into like the perfect array so that his like his multiple multiplication problem of like four times five, like works out perfectly. Always like, oh, there's five groups of four utensils. Oh, there's 20. They're like, 
and the girl's practicing gymnastics and the pig doesn't flip. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, this is a special pig. (laughs) One might say it's some pig. Yes. Is that a reference? Okay. Uh, And so anyway, uh, their weird hippie aunt comes over. Um, Their their weird hippie aunt uh, maybe has like, like a thing where she doesn't like to talk. I don't know. That seems weird. I don't like uh, weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe she like wants to try talking to the dead, but she like ends up talking, but ends up making a psychic connection with the pig instead. And so all of a sudden she's saying what the pig thinks. She's kind of like in this trance and she's saying what the pig thinks. And so they're talking to the pig. I, I don't know. I didn't really do this part where they, the, the pig teaches them to listen. Does the pig teach, does the pig become like a therapist for them? <laughs> it teaches them how to listen to each other's problems. And so then they just have a bunch of hijinks where the, the pig and the aunt, like they need to like learn how to figure out how to bring the pig and aunt to schools to help on the math test and the gymnastics meet. And then the government wants to take down the pig because it's actually a cyborg pig. <laughs> As you do in a decom. Uh, yeah, you, the, the, there's the, their secret. Like it was, it was a pig being used for scientific research, and they want it back, much like Okja or Bluebell. I just watched Okja over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a Bong Joon Ho movie. So the the pig and the aunt and the kids outsmart the the government with the smart pig, and then happy ending. I'm done. Okay, can we just get what the movie's actually about? All right, so this movie is actually about a chimpanzee who learns how to use American <sighs> Sign Language. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pigs, chimpanzees, come on, they're mammals. So... This is a nuclear family. Uh, the father is a scientist or a doctor who brings home a wide variety of exotic animal species, and he brings home a chimpanzee named Jenny. And the there's some not like the doc the the father's not home all the time because he's at work a lot, and the son doesn't feel like the father's always there for him. So there's like some stuff, and also like the wife does not want this chimpanzee in the house. But the kids are, love that it's there, and part of this bringing the chimpanzee home, Jenny home, is so so she can learn how to use sign language. And slowly, the the chimpanzee like takes this part in the family and like becomes. A, a part of it and develops relationships with them and she especially develops a relationship with the son and teaches him how to do math no she act, it's baseball and comic books tyler come on okay and but jenny also at, serves as this meet intermediary between the son and the father as they are not so great with their relationship and this fifth character i was talking about is uh, another doctor who has come in to try and teach jenny how to use asl and she doesn't agree with like her living at a home and like they want to take jenny away and she thinks like and she's just like not nice to the family but she is unsuccessful in how she is teaching asl to jenny but the mom ends up finding a way to teach asl to jenny and the doctor, like the other, the other doctor, is very angry about all of this, and she threatens to, or she tries to get the father to send Jenny to a lab. And um, the father's like, "No, she's like part of our family." But Jenny causes a little bit of trouble and ends up getting to, the family gets taken to court, and they require uh, Jenny to get admitted to a science lab. 
But instead, uh, they decide to return her to Africa, where she had been originally wow. found. Um, wow. So, and, and, and it's then, just... And then Jenny led a violent revolution of chimpanzees. Boom. No. Okay. It did sound suspiciously like a Planet of the Apes plot, though. It did. Yes, I'll give you that. It, yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's super complex or anything. It seems like a pretty straightforward uh, movie. And honestly, like, the conflict seems pretty low. It doesn't seem like there's, like, a, a lot of stakes in this. It's a combination monkey movie and, like, family, like, new family member drama, like, pet drama. Yeah. Uh, this isn't on Disney Plus, but you can read the book Jenny by Douglas Preston if you want to know. So, Kondra. Which one would you rather watch, the pig movie or the chimp movie? Uh, um, <laughs> honestly, neither. Like, <laughs> good answer, good answer, fair answer. Yeah, I mean, I kind of picked this one because I had no idea what it was about either, and your pig movie was just very weird. <laughs> And it sounded, it was very E.T. esque, and I did not love E.T. I know, shocking, horrible, whatever. I didn't like it very much. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna say neither. Okay, bold take, but fair. So, Condor, where can people find us on the internet if you don't have anything else to say about Minute 74 or the Jenny Project? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us what your favorite type of not monkey is. Gorilla? Chimpanzee? Baboon? Or send us a future decom that you'd like us to cover. Orangutan? Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler, and I can't think of any other types of not monkeys. You can bet on it. <laughs>